Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It's 2.02 Wednesday afternoon, Wisconsin time. It is hot and humid. With a little bit of a breeze going because I live near the lake. It's not too bad, but it is bad. You know, I put my AC, I turn my AC on. Okay, turn off. Turn the AC back on. Turn off. So yeah, I just left on said screw it. So anyways, I had the day off, so I thought I would take a little bit of a time to do a podcast. I'll try and do another one Sunday, so then you get a twofer. Isn't that awesome? Yes, I know. It's a midweek paranormal podcast. Surprise! Anyways, so I hope everybody's doing well. You're enjoying your vacation, and if you're out of school, you're enjoying your summer. Uh, if you have to go to school, I'm sorry about summer school, but usually it's not as bad as summer. Uh, sorry, as regular school, because don't they cut the hours down? You don't have to do the full until, what, 3 o'clock? Anyways, if you're on vacation retired whatever you're doing thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast my last podcast had 78 listens which is nice and i totally forget to keep bringing up the stats you guys but uh, so far so good you know i'm not necessarily looking to get famous but <laughs> it's cool that i've got at least 78 people listening to me this is a fun podcast you guys this is a raw podcast uh i try to have fun with it and i I don't normally read the stories ahead of time, so if I stumble, I stumble, but that's the way I choose to do the podcast. I want to have fun, you know, and not make it so serious, because life is already as serious as it is, right? I don't want to add to that. So, uh, I've got some emails that I went through, and there are some pretty good stories that I want to read for you. Of course, it's haunted stories and all that. You guys can visit my Facebook page, Wisconsin Vescares of the Supernatural. Give us a like. Us, meaning because it's me and Amanda. Give us a like, please. Appreciate it. If not, that's totally cool. I do post things from there, on there from time to time. Stories, things like that. Just, you know, random stuff. Because I'm kind of random. So, yeah. Uh, me and Amanda have decided that we're not doing any, um, excuse me, some resident, uh, we're not doing any residential investigations right now. Mainly because we haven't had any since, like, freaking 27, 2018, I think it was. Yeah, so, whatever. That's fine. We'll do some public investigations and or maybe go see a couple speakers. Like, Amy Bruni's coming to Milwaukee in October. And then Chris Williams is coming to Fond du Lac in September. So, I may buy tickets for both of those ladies because I do like them a lot. And I've been watching them from day one uh, when they first appeared on Ghost Hunters. On that, kids, nothing else is going on. I'm not needed at the asylum, which is fine. I'm okay with taking a break because it's a beautiful, awesome, amazing place to investigate. It is haunted. 100% haunted. But it's, like I said in the past, it's it's hard on the body. It's three stories. And then, obviously, cement floors and all that. So you're sitting there from yeah, about 5 p.m., um, Investigations start at 6 or 6.30 and you go until we leave about 2 a.m. in the morning. So it's a very long night. It's very draining. So I'm okay if I take, if they don't need me right now. I'm kind of like his backup, I think, which is fine. So I'm trying to think what else is going on. Not much. Uh, the house has been relatively quiet. I do need some ghost balls, though, you know. Mine finally died. So I have to make sure I purchase some ghost balls just so I have them on hand. I have been watching uh, YouTube teams. Uh, the Ghost Club, I think, is one. The Paranormal Ghost Club. Anyway, she's really interesting to watch. She gets a lot of activity on her REM pod. A lot of activity on her REM pod. I'm going, how? 
how does that happen so much for her? So, and then I watched The Haunted Side, which there are a couple of guys. I've been watching them for a while. They're actually really funny to watch. They're, they're very good investigators. I like the way they investigate. Uh, they have a good time with it. They have fun with it. But, you know, also they take it seriously as well. Oh, and then also, like I mentioned before, the Portals of Hell. I don't necessarily still like the title, but I do like the way they investigate. I like uh, Katrina. She's very... And I like Jack, too. So I think it's a great team. I hope they, they uh, continue. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. You know, guy, you know how I have my... Uh, where I can sell shirts, right? Make shirts or sayings for shirts anyways or, or hats, whatever, right? It's Miss Patty's Paranormal... I think it's the name of my... Anyways, it's on the link on my Facebook page. So, um, I created another shirt, and I think I've mentioned it to you guys before. So, check it out if you want to. Let me know. I think some of the stuff is cute. I just ordered another shirt for myself, and we'll see how it turns out. Enough of my babbling. I apologize. You know how I guess I get a on a, on a little, uh, what you call it? I get sidetracked very easily. So, on with the stories. Give me a second here to pull them up. I thought they were pretty good. Oh, it's not loading. It's not good. Why is that not loading? Uh-oh. Seriously? Let's try this again. All right. This is... One story is from... Actually, there's a couple. We'll see if I can get through, through these here. Alright, there is a story, it's called Jekyll and Jekyll Highland Jekyll Island Club Hotel. Alright, Jekyll Island Club Hotel. Oh, this is in Georgia, you guys. We're going back to Georgia. It's one of the most famous haunted places. Uh, what else we got here? Sightings include the specter of one of the historical club's past presidents, the leader of the Southern Railroad, and a bellhop. I don't think I read this before. If I had, you guys, if I have, I apologize. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to find the beginning. Sorry. Lloyd Aspinwall, elected president of the newly minted Jekyll Island Club, was and respected by the by millionaire and common man employees alike. In 1886, he had worked hard on the club and eagerly awaited its grand opening. But then suddenly, he died. Rich and, rich and poor were shocked and dismayed at Aspen's, uh, Aspen, let me get that, Aspenwall's passing. But even more shocking when his ghost was sighted walking, hands clasped behind his back along the riverfront veranda, which had been his favorite place for relaxing and sneaking naps in. When the hotel was renovated in 1985, the riverfront veranda was glassed in and renamed the Aspen Wall Room. Aspen Wall has been seen periodically over the last century, continuing to visit and enjoy the beauty and the comfort of the club he loved so much. So watch where you sit in the Aspen Wall Room. Lloyd Aspenwall may just be enjoying a ghostly nap in the very chair you're resting in or sitting in. Okay, that's a neat little story. Oh, okay, I see it continues. Spencer Spen Samuel Spencer loved his Southern Railroad. In fact, the railroad's pre he was the president of the railroad. 
one of the only few Southerners invited to join the club. Spencer came to the Jekyll Island, like we all do, to escape the pressure of everyday business and revealed in the natural beauty of the island. Spencer had a luxurious second-floor apartment in the annex building, and every morning he, would, he had had the Wall Street Journal delivered to him, and he'd lounge about sipping fresh coffee and reading the paper. In 1906, however, it all ended. He was accidentally struck and killed by one of his own trains. His time on Earth was done. Or was it? Uh, apartment 8 has now been renovated into a large room, but weird stuff and strange mysteries seem to occur there. Many guests staying in the Spencer's old digs claim that the news claim that newspapers and other reading materials left unattended have been disturbed, opened up, pages re- rearranged, scattered about. Some have reported that their coffee mugs had less coffee in them <laughs> uh, that they remembered. They seem to have been sipped from them. So in other words, maybe he's sipping the coffee. Is the ghost of Samuel Spencer still enjoying the Java while keeping up with the news? The strange mysteries surrounding the bellhop apparition, because there's also a bellhop, guys. No one seems to remember his name. That's sad. But one bellhop employed at the Jekyll Island Club in the 1920s must have taken his job real seriously. He keeps on doing it years after he's passed. Present-day employees have reported that this ghost story is true. They claim that... There have been many times when they're when they've returned dry cleaning to the wedding party guest. Uh, they've been knocked on the they've knocked on the room door, and when no one answered, their knock left the clothes out. Goodness, goodness, great! They've knocked and left their clothes outside and went down the hall. Okay, that makes sense, right? Right. When they returned, the clothes were missing. After inquiring with the guests, they were told that a figure in a old-fashioned bellhop uniform had knocked on their door, handed them their dry cleaning, and then vanished. The figure had purportedly been glimpsed by other guests walking the halls in his hands, walking in the halls in his outdated pillbox hat and striped pants. Huh. It's apparently not too far from Savannah, Georgia, y'all. So if you're all just Savannah, Georgia... Go check that out for me, okay, please? Nobody ever responds to my emails except for my friend here. You know who you are. You're the only one. Anyways. Okay. So now we're jumping to a different state. We're jumping to Madison, Wisconsin. I have never been to Madison. It is on my list. I think it's a few hours away from me. I mean, I would like to see the Capitol. I think it would be great for photography. You know? And I know Madison is, is... older. I think it's it's probably the same age as my city that I'm in. Anyways, I'd like to go there and just do some Photoshop. Photoshopping. I don't do Photoshop. Photography and then perhaps uh, an investigation. So maybe me and Amanda can... That's an idea, huh? Maybe me and Amanda can do like a a weekend thing up there in Madison. Oh boy. I love having coffee. It makes my brain just fire off good ideas. But then I forget because I don't write them down. (laughs) Hello. Okay. The Great Dane, one of Madison's favorite brew pubs, the Great Dane Pub and Brew Company, is located in the 140-year-old building that was once as the Fess Hotel and has long been considered haunted by its employees. I'm going to do research on this. You know who you are. Thank you for sending this to me on Twitter. I appreciate it. After After it was a hotel, but before it became home to the Great Dane, the downtown Madison building was used for office space. 
and it was then that mysterious stories began to emerge. Apparently, after these office spaces opened, phone calls would come from rooms that didn't exist anymore. Huh? This was back when there was a switchboard operator, okay, to connect the caller to whomever was calling, right? So, if the room didn't exist, a switchboard operator would, wouldn't even connect the call from where these rooms came from. That would make sense. Now, over the years, the stories have continued among Great Dane employees. There is a room in the basement, of course, the basement, right? Used for storage known as the spooky room. It's rumored to be constantly cold and evokes a feeling of dread so intense that few can stand to be in it in its presence. Okay, y'all, it's a basement. Basements are cold. My basement is cold. If I go down there right there, it's freaking cold. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> the bar receives phantom phone calls as well. And in true horror, phone, horror movie fashion, they always appear to be coming from the, from the in-house line. It's even experienced poltergeist phenomenon as one employee witnessed a set of pool cubes being knocked down from the rack one by one by one by one. Hmm. I shall have to check that out with Miss Amanda. She's my part of my team. It's just me and her, actually. There's another story. <laughs> I won't. It just says five years ago. A few years ago, my parents moved all of us into the, this old house in Virginia. Apparently, it was one of the first houses ever built in the United States. Huh? So that had been, what, 1776? Is that right? <laughs> I don't remember. It had been renovated enough to be livable, but still enough of the original house there to be called the original house. Um, anyway, I moved into one of the upstairs bedrooms at some point, and after about a week, I started having the most vivid dreams. They involved this young woman wearing some kind of nightgown or something. It was really hard to tell, being in a dream and all. The impression I got was that this woman had been there for quite some time. I thought nothing of it. Um, I've had series of vivid and related dreams in the past. I didn't start to think about it until after some months the dreams continued. It wouldn't be every night, but, it but I would fall asleep and visit with my subconscious companion. I don't explicit... I don't explicitly remember the, there being a verbal communication, but I do think there was some kind of speaking happening between us. I never learned her name, but from what I gathered, she had died in that house, and she was just lonely and looking for someone to visit. I called her Ghost Girl, and I actually looked forward to our nightly journeys. At some point, though, during all of this, I would notice some electrical issues, too, like flickering lights and whatnot. At the late hours of the night, was when it mostly happened. Usually this happened whenever I stayed up on the weekends over summer vacation. I like to think she missed me and needed my company. Aww. It was overall a... Oh, I know I could stumble on this word. Benevolent <laughs> interaction. I actually missed my dream companion. After moving away from the house, I haven't had a dream with her in it. I don't know if anyone lives there now, but I hope so. I'd hate to, for her to be lonely again. Aww, that's sad. So she literally would visit this person in their dream just for company, which is true. Because I know that's how a lot of spirits will communicate with you guys. Whether you, you see your mom or your father in your dreams or whatever, that's them communicating with you. And I know I've said this before. That is them communicating with you, saying that they are fine. They are happy. They are in a good place. But that's their way of communicating with you. If they can't, you know, visit you in your house or something or wherever you are, they will tap into your dream. That is a known a phenomenon, I guess we'll call it. it. Happens to me. 
my dad, he visits me, oh, I don't know, every few months in my dreams. He's usually really happy and smiling and, you know, just we just hang out and have a good time. Like we're out, like traveling. So, yeah, I firmly believe you're, it could be a friend. Anybody you see in your dreams, you guys, to me, that is them visiting you. Remember, I'm a paranormal investigator. So these stories that I read, I like to read because I'm not investigating right now, right? So I kind of have to keep my feet wet, I guess you could say. <laughs> so I like to read these stories and, and share them with you on my podcast. I do apologize if I stumble during the stories, but I'm having a good time with it. Again, I don't want to be all like scripted and it to me that ruins the, the reality of it, the realness of it, the rawness of it. So anyways, um, so yeah. Again, I am a paranormal investigator. I have been one from 2010 to current. I had my first experience when I was... Actually, after my mom passed away. I thought I felt her near us a couple of times. Um, I'll tell the story again. I was out watering my lawn. It was during the day. It was hot. I live in California. Oxnard, okay? California. It's in Ventura County. Anyways, I'm outside watering my lawn because I had some... I planted some flowers. And I had to water the lawn because it was getting... um, uh, dormant. It was starting to turn brown. Sorry. I'm watering and I'm by myself at home outside in the front and I felt this man's hand. To this day I could still see it in my head. I, It was huge. So it, whoever it was it put it, his hand on my shoulder and I will never forget this because I was standing and it put it on my my left shoulder and I remember swinging the hose around. I got the window all wet because I got so freaking scared. It startled me that much. I got the side of the house and the window wet because I just swung around with the hose. I'm like, what the? I don't remember if I swore. I, I think I, I yipped because <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, I yip when I get scared, startled. And I turn around and there's nobody there. And ever since then, I have always thought about it. So that was my first experience and at the time you didn't really talk about paranormal because people thought you were crazy right so long story short I told my family they totally believed me you know because we're, we're all that way we're very open-minded so I ended up moving to Wisconsin and there was a team advertising that they're having an open meeting come down and hang out so that's how I got into paranormal because other people you could talk to other people about your stories, and they actually believed you. And we all shared our own stories. So that's how I got into the paranormal uh, paranormal investigating. If I, if I knew better in California, my gosh, you guys, I would have been investigating shit left and right. But you know how that goes, right? <laughs> so that's a brief story of me and how I became a criminal investigator. And I am still an investigator. So, you guys, this is going to be a shorter podcast than normal, just because it's a weekday. I just want to pop in and say hello. So you guys have a great work week, vacation. If you're on summer or whatever you're doing, thank you for taking the last 20 minutes of your day to listen to me. I shall do another recording on Sunday. Otherwise, take care. And Twitter person, you know who you are. Thank you for sharing those stories with me. And this is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.